All right, good morning, everyone. Today is Thursday, February, let me see here. I think it's the 20, yeah, February 25th, uh, 2021. And we have a fair amount of news to report today. Nothing super substantial in terms of, you know, just suddenly immediate um, sort of like shock jock kind of news, you know, breaking news the way they like to do it when they really have a, a, a juicy story. But anyways, House Republicans have requested that FBI, uh, an FBI briefing, sorry, on what's going on with Representative Swalwell and the whole thing having to do with him sleeping with an alleged Chinese spy. I couldn't agree more. Now, here's the thing. Republican or Democrat, if you're going to criticize it and you're going to exploit it for political gain, I mean, in theory, as a Republican congressperson or member of Congress, you know, senator, you name of the House, you name it. The, the thing is, is that in theory, I would imagine they have a right to know. Now, morally and ethically, should they exploit that in the media? If I'm not saying they are or they will. I'm just saying if they do, because th let's be real with ourselves. This is politics, right? This is something the the mainstream media will never admit to. So ultimately... Ethically and morally, no, but legally, I guess they could if they wanted to, as long as they don't disclose certain classified elements, right? So ultimately, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I think there's a lot of situations here that the CIA is monitoring simply because sometimes in a lot of cases, it's better to not like apprehend an intelligence asset right away. It's better to surveil them without them knowing they're being watched. And then over time, you actually discover more by letting them roam freely, right? The next thing is that China released footage of their fighting with India at the border last year. Guaranteed is an attempt to distract from the whole genocide situation. Now, here's the interesting thing. People have been talking about the genocide and, you know, the, 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 the Muslim Uyghurs, which is a terrible thing. Ultimately, people are saying, how come nothing's being done about it? Well, we talk about that in the afternoon episodes, but if we want to take, you know, the whole conspiratorial perspective out of it, how can anyone do anything? Because if you go and you start a ground war with China, you'll probably win. But the damage it would do to not just the, you know, the West, but the rest of the world, it's not worth it. And I could probably name like 40 different reasons off the top of my head right now as to why it would be a bad decision. So what we're seeing here is China's putting this video out of them fighting with India at the border last year when there was a, a falling out over certain territory that you know India claims is theirs, but China claims is theirs. It's a distraction from what's really going on. I mean, at least in the West, the articles of them committing genocide and harvesting organs is legit. Now, again, I do want to bring this up because I think a lot of you feel the same way. If we had brought this up two, three years ago, everybody would have laughed. But now, according to the New York Times, China's been doing it for like 15 years. So in theory, the conspiracy theorists, you know, I say that with air quotes, as they like to call us in a lot of cases, ended up being correct. I mean, and a lot of people were delisted and, and things like that, blocked online for talking about it a few years ago and, and, you know, taken off of Twitter and all that and removed and censored. And then the New York Times reports it and all of a sudden it's legit. And that, that's the kind of stuff that bothers me. But anyways, the next thing is that Don Jr. was deposed and apparently that only led to more questions. And in terms of the financial, like the, the way in which money was moved around in the Trump organization and all that. Look, the way the, the vibe I'm getting is that the financial records of the Trump organization are all over the place on purpose. Now, look, it's not for me to judge as to whether or not it's good or bad. He had good intentions or bad intentions. But before he ran for office, guys, he was a he was a businessman. Now, whether he was a good one or a bad one is a different story. That's not for me to tell you guys, because I'm not trying to give my opinion on that. But the point here, it, actually, I don't even know what I think of that. But to tell you the truth, ultimately, 
what I'm seeing here is I'm seeing a guy who did business and did he have some shady dealings? Very possibly. But so did many other businessmen. And maybe he didn't have some shady, de shady dealings, right? And if he had shady dealings, then again, we got to be consistent. If you're going to criticize Trump, no problem. But let's also criticize, you know, Cuomo's, Andrew Cuomo's shady dealings. Let's criticize, um, what's his name? Mike Bloomberg, the billionaire, his shady dealings. Let's take all the billionaires and look at their shady dealings because let's be consistent. Let's be truthful with ourselves, right? Um, so we'll see what happens there. Apparently, you know, Don Jr.'s deposition only led to more questions, but let's see what goes on because ultimately when we take a step back and we look at all this, we're just going to say, okay, unless we get to see the deposition for ourselves, how much more can we look into here, right? We can only speculate for, you know, to a certain extent or to a certain degree. The next thing is that uh, Andrew Cuomo is being accused of sexual harassment. This is interesting. Now, he's being accused of sexual harassment as well as allegations of assault. There have n not been any legal documents that I'm familiar with put forward publicly, at least in the public domain of the court, of him being accused of assault. Harassment, yes. Look, I guess you could argue it's karma. I, I, I don't know. And I'm not trying to say because I, I never uh, liked the guy. I did. In the beginning, I, I would look and I'd say, you know, he's taking responsibility for New York. He's holding these daily briefings fine. But then once the media started to cake it on, I started to say to myself, they just picked their, you know, their golden boy for the COVID crisis. And that's that's not I'm not trying to say that in a bad way. Neither am I trying to say that in a good way. Golden boy, as in every day you go to CNN, you go to MSNBC, NBC, you name it. And you got Cuomo on. If he's not in the corner of the screen, he's taking up the whole screen, right? And you see for about an hour and a half, sometimes two hours, he's doing his presentation, all that. Now, here's the thing. What's beautiful about that is that it looks fantastic on the front end. But what's hilariously terrible is that when you realize all the shit, like the, the covering up of the of the deaths, the nursing home uh, situation, the intimidation to the assemblyman, now the sexual assault cases, the allegations, sorry. What do we have to make of this, guys? Right? And that's what we have to look at. I don't care if he's a Democrat. I don't care if he's a Republican. Let's be consistent. Right? Let's take a look at all that. The next thing is that, let's take a look here, is that Joe Manchin, who's a Democrat, but considered to be like a centrist, like a, a down-the-middle guy who sides with Republicans at times, based on his perspectives, is going to be, uh, is going to actually decide to vote for Neera Tandem, who, uh, Neera Tandem is extremely controversial, her, a lot of tweets that she's deleted were considered to be a lot of different, you know, things like xenophobic and what have you. But that's not even the point. She's really controversial. And Biden nominated her to be the head of the department of, oof, I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm so sorry. But the point here, though, is, and I, I brought this up the last few days. The point here ultimately is this. Joe Manchin got lobbied. He got persuaded because initially he said, no, I'm not going to vote for her. I don't like her style. Then all of a sudden, very quietly, no, no, he's going to vote yes. You see what I'm saying? Like something's still going on there, right? And clearly, guaranteed, one of Biden's people uh, got to him. It's as simple as that. Through Pelosi, through Schumer, through Kamala. And I'm not trying to put a negative connotation or rhetoric on that. It's just true. Same thing for Republicans. Same way when Colin Powell, back in uh, 2000, after 9-11, Colin Powell didn't want to give that speech to the United Nations about how Iraq had weapons of mass destruction. He said he wasn't going to do the speech because he didn't agree with a lot of the, what was in the speech because he said it was not factually correct. Then all of a sudden, Donald Rumsfeld and Dick Cheney got involved, you know, Bush's people, and convinced them to do it. So we clearly see a constant, you know, a reoccurrence of pressure there, right? And that constantly happens over and over. The next thing is that vaccination passports almost seem to be imminent. Now, this is what's interesting as well, guys. I do want to bring this up. Vaccination passports. This is what's so funny about all this. Initially, it was, no, 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 no there's not going to be no such thing right and then it was ooh 
maybe depending which country you go to for a certain amount of time, then we'll drop it. Fine. Then now all of a sudden, I'm in Canada, right? I read an article from Global News, which is considered to be like the CNN of Canada, CTV, Global News, kind of like the, the two top of Canada, the news um, outlets of Canada. And I see an article last night before I go to bed. I think, no, I was in bed and I see it's imminent. It's going to happen. At least here in Canada, it's going to happen. So look, it, nothing's on paper yet. Um, but ultimately, we'll, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It kind of, I took a bit of a pause there because it kind of, in a certain way, it kind of got to me and like shit. Like if I want to, you know, leave the country to come hang out with some of you guys, whatever. It, but we'll see what happens. I don't want to jump to conclusions. So anyways, the next thing is that there's protests in Armenia as the Armenian prime minister slams a coup attempt. Well, look, I, I don't know enough. I don't know enough to tell you the truth um, about all this. And so when we look at all that, what we have to say is, okay, there's a lot of coup attempts going on around the world, or at least accusations of them. A lot of government reforms, whether it's Myanmar, now Armenia and things like this. What I'm seeing here is a constant reoccurrence of people just being fed up, especially people who feel like they've been suppressed. So taking politics out of it, just blatant, unbiased reporting, and, and taking my opinion out of it. Actually, my opinion is actually, I just, people are fed up. It's as simple as that. I don't know what else it could be for. I mean, yes, they're fed up about different issues, but overall, they're pissed. It, it's that simple, right? That we don't have to look into, well, this happened, which caused this, which caused that. No, 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 no. The people. Focus on the people. That's what matters. I mean, if I'm a leader, that's what I would say. Focus on the people, right? The next thing is that Facebook has banned all Myanmar military accounts. Okay, fine. And um, also, there's been new revelations in the Khashoggi murder. I think Jamal Khashoggi, the journalist there, we're seeing a lot of it ties back to the crown prince. But here's the thing, just like with what's going on with China with the genocide, realistically, like everyone, you know, the West me Western media is making it seem like, oh, you know, check this out. Look what happened here. But here's the thing. Is anything going to happen? Yes or no? And if it's if something will happen, but it's going to be considered classified because it'll be, you know, a black operation, something that the CIA or what have you are technically not allowed to be doing officially, then it'll then they'll take care of business. That's just the reality of life. Right. And if it's something public, they're allowed to say about what actions they'll take next, then they'll say it sort of like, you know, Obama, Bush, Trump. There's a lot of things they said. They're like, listen, we're not going to comment because there's certain things we're going to do publicly. And there's certain things we may or may not do privately. Right. But ultimately, by saying that you're already giving you're already, you know, kind of hinting at the fact that something might happen on an unofficial non-sanctioned level. And that kind of changes the whole ball game overall. Right. The next thing is that um, Princess Latifah has urged the UK to reopen an, an investigation into her sister's kidnapping roughly 20 years ago. Look, I, I mean, it's a terrible situation that she's in, and I would imagine she's still alive. Again, the United Nations and the European Union have asked for proof from Saudi Arabia that the video that was recently released of her is legitimate in terms of the date in which it was released. Because, you know, they're, they're worried that she recorded this two, three months ago, and then all of a sudden now Saudi Arabia is putting it out. Look, it's a terrible thing. Well, there's nothing else I could really say about that other than she's asking the UK to open up an investigation and... Look, I get it. It's her sister, and, 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 and it's a very sad thing. But ultimately, when I take a step back and I look at all of this, I say, okay, why are you asking for something? Are you trying to make a subtle connection here? Do you know something you can't say you know, on your phone or something like that because you're, you're currently captured? Is there something you're trying to hint at? And apparently, she also wants the queen to get involved, the queen of England, Queen Elizabeth, to get involved in helping free her as well. 
I don't think it's going to happen. The queen wants nothing to do with this nonsense. Unless there's um, an intelligence connection or a covert unofficial connection I'm not aware of, I don't see that happening, to tell you guys the honest truth. So, I mean, we'll see. But anyways, the next thing here is that, um, or the final thing is that Australia passed a law that obligates Facebook and Google to pay for news content. Good. Thank you. That's fantastic. Because when I see this, I go, okay, these companies, and I'm not saying that regular people should pay for news content. I'm saying the corporations that rake in billions and don't reinvest those billions into the economy that just sit on the billions. Why can't they pay for, for, for that? I think it's fantastic. Now, if I'm missing a certain angle of this, please let me know in the comments on YouTube, guys, because then I'll know for a fact that I made a mistake. I'll admit that I was wrong. But in the context in which I understand this story, I don't see anything wrong with it. And I like the fact that Facebook also caved in with the whole thing of free speech and the censoring, right? Now, I don't know the history of the Australian prime minister who said that, you know, what Facebook's doing is wrong. But in that particular instance... I do agree with him, assuming I have my facts straight, right? And I want to be very careful and respectful when I say that because I don't want to sound like and, you know, uh, have a rhetoric or behavior or mannerism that I'm correct and I don't know all the facts, right? But ultimately, based on my re reading and research, that's what I found to be the case. And, um, and so, yeah, that's about it. I mean, what we'll do is uh, we'll see you guys on Sunday to do a recap of all of the news that has occurred between uh, later today, tomorrow, and Saturday. And um, there's not that much in the news today, which is kind of like, I mean, it's, it's a shitty thing when you got to like think, you know, if there's nothing on the news, that's a good thing, because that immediately assumes that your subconscious and your conscious mind think news equals bad and negative, right? So ultimately, um, yeah, that's about it. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. We got a handful of fantastic things like the live stream coming up on Saturday at six o'clock and um, some more members only episodes coming this weekend as well, too. So thank you guys so much for watching and we'll catch you guys soon. Cheers.